Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Andrew Sheets, Chief Cross-Asset Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about trends across the global investment landscape and how we put those different ideas together. It's Friday, August 9th at 2 p.m. in London. Global stock markets have been weaker recently due to a variety of factors. Trade tensions between the U.S. and China have intensified, corporate earnings point to a rapid deceleration in profit growth, and markets often struggle in August and September for a variety of reasons. But the driver of weakness I want to focus on today relates to central banks, not on the actions of these institutions per se, but on what is expected of them. July showed the risks to markets from lofty expectations of central bank action. We may be setting up, unfortunately, for the same again. But first, let's back up a little. On July 31st, the U.S. Federal Reserve reduced its target interest rate by a quarter of a percent and announced they would hold more bonds on its balance sheet than previously indicated. It did this even though unemployment was historically low, equity market valuations were historically high, and U.S. core consumer price inflation was above 2%. If one had been stranded on an island and heard that news, they'd be forgiven in thinking that it was going to be positive for stocks. It wasn't. Global stocks fell on the day of the Fed's announcement, and then for three straight days after. Some of that move can be tied to increased U.S.-China trade tension, but a big reason may have been that market expectations for the Fed's action were extremely high going into that July meeting. Markets had started to act as if the Fed would ease policy aggressively almost no matter what, as evidenced by an unusually positive correlation between bond and equity prices. When the Fed indicated that it would take a more measured approach to this and possibly further rate reductions, the stage for disappointment was set. Initially, that caused markets to assume a slower pace of further rate cuts and accommodation. But as stocks kept falling, this reversed. Despite the Fed's message of a measured approach and dissent within the Fed about whether it was appropriate to even reduce interest rates at all, markets today price in a much faster, deeper rate-cutting cycle than they did two weeks ago. More immediately, markets now expect the Fed to reduce rates by more than 25 basis points in September. That could happen. But such expectations mean that another 25 basis point rate cut, even as soon as September, would still qualify as a disappointment. And Morgan Stanley's economists, meanwhile, think that the Fed won't reduce interest rates again until the month after, October. There's an old saying that happiness equals outcome minus expectation. In both the U.S. and Europe, high central bank expectations in July created the risk of disappointment. The response to that ironically, has been to raise the expectations for central bank action even more. We think that continues to suggest a challenging backdrop for markets, and we remain underweight both equities and credit in our global asset allocation. Thanks for listening. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more Thoughts in the Market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.